Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. We open the new year with exciting advances in blood testing technology led by Austin-based Babson Diagnostics. Austin Inno editor Brent Wistrom explores the better way blood testing process with founder Eric Olson. Babson Diagnostics is a healthcare technology company that's based in Austin. It's developed a new method of collecting and analyzing blood samples that will make it significantly easier for patients and pharmacists to conduct blood tests at retail locations. And it's also more efficient. The startup raised a $31 million Series B funding round in 2021 and has been expanding its team with health and tech experts since. This year, it was an Austin Inno Fire Award winner, and the company recently got clearances from the FDA that will pave the way for Babson to bring its proprietary system called Better Way to market next year. We'll dive into that and more with Babson Diagnostics founder and chief operating officer, Eric Olson. Eric, thanks so much for being with us on the Texas Business Mind podcast this morning. How are you doing? Doing great, Brent. Thanks. Great to see you. And we really appreciate you including us in this. Excellent. Eric, for folks who aren't already familiar with Babson Diagnostics, could you please share a little bit about the Better Way testing system and how that's evolved? Better Way is a new way to do routine blood testing. It's designed to be more convenient and pleasant for the individual person that needs to get their blood work done, whether it's for their routine primary care visit or whether it's to monitor a chronic disease that they and or their doctor are following. It's used in the medical scenarios where you'd normally go and get a blood collection with a needle in your arm, but we've updated the process to enable it to be done at retail pharmacies where it can be done a lot more conveniently and collected through your finger in a way that's more pleasant for the individual and still allows the same quality level and a broad range of testing to be done as a full-size blood sample. That's a big step forward. I think most of us have had the experience of uh, giving a blood sample through your forearm. How did this idea evolve? If you could take us a little bit back in time and how you discovered this opportunity and what was sort of the key moment that said, let's go ahead and start a company and build this. Well, I think it's an old idea. The way that we do blood collection and testing was really invented in the 1940s when vacuum-based needle systems were invented to be able to pull blood reliably from your vein. The process hasn't changed too much since, but there have been plenty of ideas on how it can be done better. Star Trek and the Tricorder were a, a big influence in kind of the, the public perception of the way that blood testing ultimately should be. So there's been no lack of entrepreneurial efforts trying to get us from where we are to, to somewhere near where the tricorder is. For us, it's really been, as we were incubated back at Siemens, it's really been based on the science and the technology the whole time and figuring out what can actually reasonably be done. Because every time you try to miniaturize something or put diagnostics on your watch or put diagnostics on uh, a small handheld, you're you're making a lot of sacrifices. The, the physics uh, and the chemistry of what needs to happen don't, don't always cooperate with your, your ideal view of it. So you'll often forfeit the quality of the result and produce a uh, kind of good enough result or the cost per test of being able to perform it or the range of tests that 
you can perform. So when we, we set out uh, to incubate this business and figure out what the best path was, uh, we, we found that the, the modern analyzers that run today require actually uh, a microliter sample size. So they don't actually consume anywhere near the volume of blood that we collect from venipuncture. Um, the vast majority of what we collect today gets thrown out. So we found that there were a number of technologies needed along the spectrum from collection to sample preparation to analysis in order to make it fully work. But fundamentally, modern analyzers that have the best quality levels and low cost structures can work on very small samples. You just have to get the logistics right between the finger and the analyzer. Excellent. Putting this business together, I imagine you needed both healthcare and science as well as technology expertise. I'm curious how you were able to assemble the right team to put this on the tracks. Well, Austin was certainly a big part of that. One of our big early decisions of the company was where to build it, where was it going to be able to thrive? And picking Austin is uh, one of the best decisions that we've made in the history of the company. So really excited to be here. We were kind of built from the ground up with medical device and diagnostics experts by virtue of the way that things came together. This wasn't just an idea that some entrepreneurs dreamt and then built a team around. This idea was incubated at Siemens, which is one of the uh, leading diagnostic equipment manufacturers of the world. And that's where we developed a lot of the back-end technology, a lot of the patents related to sample collection and sample preparation. And then it was developed in partnership with BD, which is number one in the world in sample collection technology. So we have a lot of the kind of deep industry experts that have been there since it was really a corporate idea prior to being spun off. And a lot of the people that are from those types of organizations are in Babson today. But we've been able to build around that a really great laboratory team, a really great clinical team, a really great commercial team that is... I would say half sourced locally from some of the great Austin talent with the universities and technology industry that we have in town and half imported from other places that are historically more heavy medical device, deep medical technology centers of excellence. I got a chance to check out the lab uh, earlier this year. It's a, an impressive space. I'm curious if you can share with us sort of how the company has evolved and expanded its footprint here in Austin and how that might play into sort of the geography of where you guys are starting and going to market. Yes, there were a lot of different reasons why we chose Austin. Some of it related to being an entrepreneur and building a company, but others related to the, the market that Austin and, and Texas offer. From a medical perspective, we think that Austin is a city of early adopters, a city of forward-thinking people, and a city of medical professionals who, who do prioritize the patient experience. It's not uh, 100% um, technical. It's also about experience and, and being able to care for people. And that set Austin apart. So I got here in 2017, and I was the only employee in the company at the time. And that was when the Dell Medical School was still in the process of being set up. So we arranged to be part of the collab at the Dell Medical School, where we were part of a, um, a collaborative working space that was uh, helping incubate companies inside the medical school. That was a really good benefit for me because as a sole employee, it, it gave a sense of community, but it also gave 
direct access to a lot of the leading thinkers in healthcare in the city. So we grew up to, I think, five employees while still at the medical school before getting our own real estate. We moved to a a 3,500-square-foot facility in Northeast Austin where we built our first lab and initiated our clinical trials. And uh, we recently outgrew that, and now we're at a 21,000-square-foot lab, which you've seen. Uh, So it's roughly six times the size of our last facility. And that houses our our production laboratory. It's got sufficient equipment to service Texas with the better way technology. It still has room to grow inside that physical plant, but we think that's going to be the right size base for us for a good five years. Excellent. And can you talk a little bit about like the number of samples and the geography of where you might be able to work in with the lab being in Austin? I think obviously locally here, things are a pretty short trip, uh, but can you service broadly more in in Texas and beyond Texas uh, with this type of facility once you guys are uh, in market? Yes, our goal for this facility is it has a lot of capacity. This facility can handle millions of samples per year. We plan to launch in Austin and then in San Antonio, moving out to Dallas and to Houston. So we do plan to cover the four major cities in in central, northern, eastern Texas, uh, where the bulk of the population is. And the the radius of that service area is really determined by our ground transportation capabilities. It is critical that we can transport these samples quickly and refrigerated so that we can assure the best quality. All of these samples are highly, highly perishable. And when you treat blood samples the wrong way, they give you the wrong answer. So we've got to be really careful and put the minimum stress on those samples to get the results done. So we'll plan to expand across the U.S., uh, but going beyond Texas, we will plan to add additional laboratories. Excellent. And I think earlier this month, you guys landed a key FDA approval with your partners there. Can you talk a little bit about that clearance and how it advances the company and what hurdles you might have to jump with the FDA? Yes, the clearances that were announced were with the FDA, and those were clearances for the BD Mini-Draw sample collection devices. That's a product that's been developed by BD in partnership with Babson. We previously announced some information about that strategic partnership, but it goes all the way back to 2016. So if you think back to what I mentioned with the incubation of the company, Siemens had really figured out the back-end technology of, of testing as well as the intellectual property and patents for how to to collect and prepare those samples. What we were missing was the sample collection device that could give a sufficient uh, quality and volume of sample to make this engine work. And BD had begun incubation of a project like that. And once we connected the dots between the BD technology and the Siemens technology, everything made sense. So we've been collaborating ever since working on the R&D and working on the clinical trials for these blood collection devices. And it's culminated in these FDA clearances after many, many years of work. It's been an incredible ride uh, working on that because it's, it's really a new field. Capillary blood is a field where the science has not really yet been done. So it's new for the technology companies that are developing technology here. It's new for the FDA reviewers that have to work on it. And the FDA in general is understaffed for the huge workload of medical device review that they currently do. So it's a big lift all around to get the right R&D, the right science and the right clinical studies behind supporting clearance like this. 
Eric Olson joining us. Next, Babson's Funding and Growth Outlook, when Texas Business Minds continues. At Texas Mutual, we work vigilantly to investigate and prevent workers' compensation insurance fraud, which has resulted in over $13.5 million in restitution and recoveries for Texas businesses since 2018. Learn how your business is better at texasmutual.com fraud. Babson raised a big Series B a couple of years ago. I'm curious, as the timeline with the FDA and everything goes out, do you guys plan to raise more funding or how does the sort of business side of this work? when you have to wait for some of the key approvals to uh, start making more partnerships? Yes, we're not ready to announce the next financing round yet, but as a startup company, of course, we need to continually be in that market. We are set to launch in early 2024. So between the, the FDA clearances and the impending launch of the Better Way service, we've achieved the milestones that we need to get to the next level. We've talked a lot about the business aspect, but I'm curious for consumers out there, most of us have to give a blood test for almost any type of physical or examination. How do you think this will work out for consumers and what will the change be compared to what most of us are doing today? Well, the system is designed to fit into the existing healthcare infrastructure. So from the perspective of the doctor and from the insurance company, it's a matter of switching from the current method of getting the blood work done to better way. And that means you need to be able to order in the same way. You need to be able to use the existing reimbursement codes to do it. It needs to be covered by private health insurance and Medicare and Medicaid. So it needs to plug in seamlessly so that the customer does have that choice. Now for the customer, it is a significantly different experience and that's really underpinning the reason why we developed the whole infrastructure. So the idea is that to get your routine blood work rather than going to a collection location, which is typically in a medical or industrial area, and having a phlebotomist put a needle into the corner of your elbow to draw large vials of blood, you can go to your local retail pharmacy, and the same staff that dispenses your prescriptions and gives the immunizations is now equipped to collect blood samples. They have equipment, they have supplies from Babson, that they can use to do this, but it's part of, of that pharmacy's healthcare offering. So um, wherever you go to fill your scripts, hopefully we'll be there. Uh, we'll be announcing the, the actual locations in town fairly soon, but you should be able to get in and get out, whether it's with an appointment or with a walk-in. It should feel transactional, just like picking up a prescription. It's a defined task that needs to be done, and it's a, a team that's used to customer service and used to um, moving their customers through efficiently, which is unlike many healthcare settings. So uh, hopefully the your local pharmacy is a trusted healthcare provider. There are for many and among the highest trust and highest level of comfort among patients. Pharmacy staff is uh, somebody that you, you see more frequently than most all other healthcare providers. So many consumers have given us the feedback that this is the, the right place to get their blood work done. Yeah, I've certainly experienced that in, I guess, the past five years with flu shots and then, of course, COVID shots being so much more available. And it just takes down a lot of the barriers that might prevent you from otherwise doing it. Yeah, vaccines are a really great story. If you go back just 20 years, vaccines were done in the doctor's office. It's been within the past 20 years that that all moved to retail. 
So it moved from virtually all happening at doctor's offices to mostly happening at retail stores. And during that time, even before COVID, the number of vaccinations in the U.S. doubled. This increased access to the care that people should be receiving enabled a lot more people to get what they needed done. Let's uh, talk a little bit about the broader healthcare picture as we are. How do you see some of the healthcare technologies that you're working on and things that might be complementary to it evolving over the years? You know, what technologies are you excited about that might be able to come to market in the next few years ahead? Well, we certainly use a lot of modern technology on the back end of what we deliver. So part of making blood testing work is the digital experience. So we're able to create an all digital experience where you can get the blood work that you need through an e-commerce purchasing experience, whether it's being purchased through insurance or self-pay, you fill a cart and you pay for that cart and you have an order. When you go to visit the pharmacy to get your blood work done, you get basically a digital boarding pass that enables you to be identified and um, have the right tests performed. So there's a lot of technology on the back end making that happen. We've also been fairly heavily invested in artificial intelligence, which enables us to look at the blood test results more broadly and detect any issues related to specific samples. Have any of those recent developments, I, mean, I think most of us know this as a consumer thing, chat GPT and, and generative AI. I'm curious how the AI technologies evolved from your perspective. Obviously, you guys were involved with and closely working with AI long before most of us started playing with it on our laptops. But Yeah, I think generative AI has a big opportunity in healthcare. I think that it's a way to make a lot of healthcare logistical communications more efficient, and it can be a good way for patients to learn more about conditions or about blood tests. But it is something that has to be done extremely carefully because this is about the last field where you want to make a mistake or make an assumption that the AI is correct when it's talking about a specific disease state. ChatGPT is a, an incredible tool for a lot of things, but quantitative issues and understanding the nuances and the interactions between blood tests, it's not particularly great at it. Uh, it has a, a good way of, of sounding quite impressive, but Sometimes it will say higher when it really should be saying lower. And that's not the kind of mistake that you can make in healthcare. Excellent. Well, I know our time is starting to run short here, but I'm curious if you have any parting thoughts about Babson's future. You guys obviously had a big year this year, and it sounds like an exciting year ahead. Well, I'm just excited for the local community in Texas to have an opportunity to try it. We've done a lot of clinical trials, uh, both related to the the consumer preference for the system that we have, as well as the medical accuracy of the system that we have. With our clinical trials that we've done in retail stores, we had 90% of subjects or patients reporting a positive experience and 89% reporting that they would recommend it. And those are just levels that are unheard of with, with healthcare procedures, particularly with blood collection. So please give it a try, tell your friends, and when we're available, we'll be sure to let you know, Brent. Excellent. It's an exciting step forward in healthcare, I think, for, for all of us um, when you see a significant change like this happening. So excited for what you guys have in store for the, the years ahead and excited to test it out. Thank you so much for your time and your insights here on the Texas Business Minds podcast. Eric, thanks so much. All right. Take care, Brent. 
Thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Texas.